feral cats? Feral kids. <laughs> no, there's a doc, there's a documentary about feral children. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember I saw I saw it when I went to community college, and it it's a it's it might be a it should be a documentary. It should be on YouTube, but it's it's exactly what it is. It's it's people that never grew up um, around society, and they they just grew up in the woods. And fucking, and they just run around, and they're just like mongrel people. Oh, I thought feral meant you had rabies. No, they're they're like out in the wild. They're like wild people. Yeah, is that legal? Can you do that? Still? No, I mean probably not. But it, like it was, uh, it was like I, I saw it in a psychology course that I had to take, and it was like this what this what would happen to you if you, you know, um, if no one taught you language and you sit oh, there. Even, and, but it was just a family, or was it like a whole tribe? It of just people? like was like kids. Yeah, it was just like kids? children. Yeah. What? It was really fucked up. Yeah. Just kids that were just left in the wild? Mm-hmm. Well, they weren't like, le- they were like born in the wild. They were like, honestly, just wild people. Yeah. And it was like, you think that you're a human. Like, you think that this is like what the human experience is, but it, th- this was like fucked up. It was like, oh. Born in the, but who took care of them? Like when they were a baby. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't. Were they I, raised my by only takeaway was my only takeaway was was people just running around like. Blah, 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 blah. So there's just like a ba- you're saying it's like a band of kids. Yeah, they were just feral. So maybe the band of kids yeah. picked them up. Dude, of what? Feral kids, man. Like the band of feral oh, yeah, kids yeah, picked yeah. them up and raised them. Probably. But yeah, there's there's honestly people that were this like in America raised by wolves. I don't know where it was, but there's honestly been people that were like raised by wolves. Like dude, that's there a real be thing. Some feral kids going through your and shit out back. <laughs> exactly, dude. That's my new problem, dude. Feral Getting kids. Warm, dude. <laughs> Live from the studio. Merrick Glazer. I'm Jimmy Selesky. We got Archie Jameson back on the cast. What's up, dudes? Not much, dude. We just convinced Jimmy to take a shit outside. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we convinced him. I think he. I think I needed to be. Conv- I think we gave him. It was push. a little bit of it. When I got the when I got the honest vibe that you were like when you looked at me and were like, "Yeah, dude, just do it." I was like, "If you're uncomfortable, like I was just it just made sense." Yeah, I was like, "I'm not gonna not do it now." Like obviously, what I want to do. But I was like sitting. I was like kind of desperate. I was like I was standing in the driveway and I saw the guy from GT Pizza. Who was like walking around on his balcony, and I swear to oh, God, shit. I swear to God, for you like you almost asked him, I almost asked him. <laughs> but I was like, "What would you think if you were him in this situation? Hey, what would you? <laughs> can I shit in your house? <laughs> like literally, your hey, next can door? Can I use your bathroom? Your next door neighbor just asked right, to Wait, which hand did you use? <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. I don't think it should be. I don't think it should be. I understand that people. We can't have like a crazy society where people are pissing and shitting everywhere. But I don't understand how it's like just illegal to. I think, I think you can probably shit all you want on your own lawn. You probably could, yeah. I think I think it, you just can't be in like public view. So it's like indecent Like a exposure. parking garage. Yeah, you're not supposed to piss in there. Although, how many parking garages have you pissed on? Like, I've pissed in so yeah, many. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you they're, serious? They're nature's yeah. urinal, dude. Yeah, that's the podcast, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we close it out. <laughs> <laughs> so dude what so we were supposed to have on 
a yoga meister. Right? I know, dude. What he happened to that? Back? He was uh. I am here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. We thought about it. Namaste. We were like, yo, this would be fucking perfect, dude. Namaste, gentlemen. He just he just didn't get back to me. I don't. Again, it's always one of those things. Like I just feel weird sometimes hitting these people up and just being like. Yo, I do this podcast. It'd be really cool if you came by and talked about what you do, you know. And it's just like most people I hit up have no fucking clue what we are or anything like that, or what we do or anything. So it's just like it's just weird to just get hit up out of the blue by some dude you barely know, asking you to just come swing. chill. Yeah, yeah. It's just kind of <laughs> weird. It's just kind of I can totally see it from other people's perspective, you know. So I I'm gonna guess that that's probably why he's not here. <laughs> Wait, explain say that again. Wait, explain that. Why he why said since it? like uh since we just randomly hit him up to come on and we're just he was, we're just like, hey come do our podcast and talk about your shit. He might have just been off guard about it or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's, it's a simple thing. You want to do the fucking podcast, or you not want to do the fucking podcast? It's like it's yeah, like, but I think there's this, I th- I think that like people don't like I don't know like people just hear podcasts are like what the fuck like fuck them you don't need them <laughs> listen yeah yo- listen you yoga teacher <laughs> fuck you dude look where I'm at I'm on the podcast now <laughs> you fucked up you don't want the job. I'll take the job. I need all the work I can get. You want to do an interview? We're going to go on the internet and I'll get fucking drunk and talk about space. Let's do that. You know what? I'll tell you what. I was, the last time I was fucking here, uh, we, you know, went off to the races, whatever. He put it on YouTube. So my, uh, cut to my aunt and uncle who live in Ocean City, Maryland. Uh-huh. Um, they're like, we wanted to look for your comedy. We wanted to find your comedy. So they pulled up, instead of the special, they pulled up this podcast. Oh, shit. And, like, my mom is there. My dad is there. And they're, like, they're not, like, <laughs> down with stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> my parents are, are pretty formal people and, you know, church going. And uh, they, were, they were, my mom was like, I don't know what I was hearing. I was like. Well, what did they you think probably, about? Did, it, did they did, did they, they subscribe? Like they? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't in that room, but I told them like, "Hey, just stop! Like, you don't just you don't tell people I do comedy. It's not for. It's not. I'm not Brian Regan. Dude, you know. Yeah. My fucking. That's uh, no offense to Brian Regan. I really like yeah. Brian Regan a lot, but I they they like him a lot, and they they like um, Jim Gaffigan and stuff, and they're they're great, but. I don't do that. I didn't even think that was like probably the most, one of the most serious conversations we've ever had on this show. Like yeah. I'm surprised that, that like if they didn't like that, like I don't know, man. They, they just might not ever be fans. Dude. Well, I think we yeah. lost them. <laughs> yeah, let's just say that it was on their big screen with surround sound at my uncle Steve's house, and oh, it dude, like came you on. Go back to putting the podcast in stereo. <laughs> yeah, dude. surround sound. And they were That'd listening cool. to like us do a podcast at. 12:30 after a show you know oh, talking about <laughs> fuck all but so anyways they want they watched your show so fuck dude my parents uh, or my mom's side of the family go to the beach every year and apparently uh the night before I went out to hang out for the day they all pulled up the podcast to listen to it oh <laughs> like, boy it was they pulled up the newest one which was like at the time i think with dark mark and ivan so like all so they're just like you know the get you get the pussy right you get the pussy 
And then, just in case, you get some more pussy. <laughs> like, oh, my God. So they're like, oh, we didn't even know. We didn't know you guys talked about that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it was very, I did not think you'd have that kind of podcast, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking grilling up hamburgers. Yeah, John, it's only my, my girlfriend's cousin was uh, listening to the one, last one we had with Dark Mark on the What the Health one. That was fucking good. He was talking about, and she was like, "I was." Oh like, yeah, he won't stop talking about now. He's a vegan. <laughs> <laughs> Is he still doing that, dude? Yes. Wow. I'm yes. impressed and he with tells that, me though. every single time. <laughs> every single time he eats. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just, you know, yeah, you know what I mean. I, I'm feeling better. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude, if it's fucking working for him, fuck it. For real. I yeah. just, I'm, I'm impressed that he's like stuck to it to that level. You know, like that's a fucking commitment. Like when he first came in here, he, he was like three days in, and I was like, "All right." Yeah, I wonder how many people actually have stuck with it. You know what I mean? Because that was like a huge thing, like a month ago. Dude, like that what the health shit? Dude, that did that come out a month ago? When did that come out? It came out a while ago, but it got popular like what a month, month and a half ago, or something. Maybe I know that a bunch of those movies come out. I, I bought into that. Too, you know, like I did, I did the vegan thing for a while. Did you really? Yeah. How long? Uh, probably like three years, and then you I. You did it for three whole years, like yeah. straight through. Yeah. And then I did like <laughs> I vegetarian it for a while, like three years. <laughs> <laughs> and I did. Then I did like vegetarian, um, for a little while. I started eating eggs and fish, um. And then yeah, and it's then like I just paleo and then or I slowly or? slip by. Ah, there's so many terms. Paleo is like meat and uh, yeah, paleo is like only meat or something. I know. This oh, is it's such a fascinating conversation. Now. Everybody wants to hear us talk about this. <laughs> 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 but the diet, the diet shit, people get really crazy with it. I mean, if 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 anything seems to be working for you, if then that's great, you know. Um, but the big thing with the vegan thing is like. Um, it was just adding like decisions to everything that I did. So I go to a restaurant, I had to make this. Oh, I need to have this and that. Mm-hmm. And then you got to eat this and that. And so it was just decision making piled on to itself. Is that itself. why you stopped? Yeah, it was just a headache. It was just like, I don't want to, I don't need a hobby. I just want to, Yeah. you know, I wish I could just drink something or just take an IV or something. I'd, I'd rather, I have, I'm, I'm trying to get rid of sleep and like, eating like it's just a waste of time yeah it's just human <laughs> nonsense you know what i mean it's just like ugh. did you did you feel better the whole time like do you, would you say yeah that, yeah but it could just be an effect of just being the, for the first time in your life actually conscious of what you're eating in general i haven't thought about that until right now but it's like could be yeah i mean there's a strong placebo effect i mean i don't, I don't know i mean i did i used to do like all kinds of different supplements and things like that, and you think you can feel this and that, and now, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I feel I feel the same as I did. Um, I eat like half health food and half shit, <laughs> but I stay active, and I think overall, that's probably what you got to do. Just stay, just, just stay active. But I I don't know. I mean, I don't I don't I don't know. I mean, the vegan thing works for some people, and then and then. The paleo thing, I mean, it's whatever, but it's just all fucking boring. I just, yeah, I just noticed it, like, started picking up. It started picking up a month ago when Mark told me about it, and I just started noticing, like, just different people coming out, coming out as vegans. And I was yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah vegans no, and they'll tell you. <laughs> I mean, it's cool, you know, it's cool. People are 
thinking about what they're eating, that's cool. That's ultimately cool. Good. We need that. Yeah. I mean, that's like the only way shit's going to get better with like factory farming and shit. Yeah. I mean, that's powerful. If you can start with your own plate, you know, I, do I still agree eat with vegan that. meals. You know what I mean? I still, when you can start with your plate and, and you can make your bed. Uh, they do have a good morning. Point. Like that's definitely like the people who do it to to like uh, I guess boycott the you know farm industrial complex or whatever. I feel like that is an effective means of pro. It absolutely is an effective means of protest. And like a lot of people who like don't yeah. want to go vegan, their excuse is always like, "Dude, honestly, like I love animals and all, but like once it's dead, it's dead, dude. Like I'm just gonna eat it." And it's like, that's yeah. my argument. <laughs> <laughs> that's like pretty much everyone's argument. But, but like their whole point is if you decrease the demand, it's the demand you put on the industry. Like when you eat that, they have to restock that shelf or something like that. Yeah. And like that's how you get to them. But the problem is, I don't, I, you have to admit to yourself, I just don't care that much. I don't know. I just don't care that much. It's not even just about America now, though. Like, if we just decrease the demand here, we'll just export it out to another country. True, dude. And other countries don't give up. They love me, dude. (laughs) They love me. (laughs) The other countries, they can't get enough of it. (laughs) Wish we had that much meat. Other countries, is that what they say? That's what they do. This is a low-key cast tonight, boys. Yeah, I tend to bring the energy down. I apologize. No, it's no, good. It's no, my, it's, it's like my. it's a combination of of things. But I'm, I, yeah, dude. If we had those like key yoga stretches beforehand with the instructor, I know, dude. I discovered had the blood flowing. Yeah, but how fucking boring would it be if there was a <laughs> yoga instructor <laughs> sitting here while I'm trying to drink Miller highlights? So I probably would have. I probably would have come alive too. Is that have been like, uh huh, and yeah, and you do that, and then you stretch, and yeah, and you get up with the sunrise, and yeah, okay. <laughs> Dude, I just, my fucking hip flexors, I, my hips are so fucking tight, dude. I was embarrassed. I was like trying to do basic fucking stretches. Oh, it's hard. I mean, I'm, not, I'm just, I'm obviously kidding for all that. <laughs> no, I, was, I don't know, dude. I mean, in a way. If the yoga instructor is going to listen to this, yeah. I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much throwing his ass into the I don't want to talk shit about yoga. Yoga is great. Yoga is hard. I can't do yoga. I mean, it's like, it's fucking hard. It's hard, but it, it, the cool thing about yoga is, is it combines like the whole it li- it's like a combination of the physical, like meditation, but with the physical aspect, which is, I don't know. I, I, I never, I, it was the first time I went to like an actual, I went to a class in college the one year I went there and it was like, it was just like one of those like freshmen, it was like the first week of school where they like try to bombard you with all kinds of like fun shit. So you're like, oh wow, college is awesome. There's things to do every day. And so you fucking go there and it was just this big auditorium full of like, people just doing yoga and I, I sucked at it then but I went to the class on Monday and it was the first and it was more like an intimate setting and sh- they do like the whole narrative thing where they're like they're talking about like they're not they're, they're like leading an exercise and this is a very introductory course but she was like leading an exercise I didn't go to the fucking dude I was going to invite on thing. <laughs> that would have probably been more normal if I would have gone to his yoga studio, come, dude. <laughs> taken a class and then approached him after the class and said that I don't know. Would that have been weird? No, I mean I showing so. up showing up to yoga with a buddy's, you know. <laughs> I went there with my girlfriend, which was which was Yeah, you the go there with a girl. Go. Yeah. But no, it was it was cool. It was it was interesting cuz like 
they I liked the combination of the physical with like the mental. They like they like in in meditation you focus on separating the mind from the body and in yoga in a weird way like shows you physically how you're a master of your own body. Like it I don't know, it's like a it's like an added level to it that just like really for people who maybe don't understand just pure meditation, yoga is probably the closest thing to it. In terms of like a I'm not I'm not gonna start doing yoga. That's what people are thinking. Hey man, you if just you just cool. took a shit outside in the in the garden. Yeah. We get that you're connected Greek. to the earth. <laughs> Rubbing it in, dude. No, I I I, I, I love all that shit too. I like uh like the meditation thing. I'm very fascinated with that. I it's, would like to meditate. I I I've, I definitely struggle with it. But I do like, like apparently the whole point of meditation is just you're just watching the thoughts. Mm -hmm. You're just observing. So you can do that like washing dishes, right? So sometimes like, you're washing dishes and you're like, in the fucking your mind goes and the thoughts go and then you just go like, I'm just washing this dish. That's what I'm doing. So you can kind of like practice that because I, I can't like sit in, in a, you know, like fucking Indian style and... Because I, you know, I can hear a guy hitting a metal beam with a metal beam <laughs> next to my house. They're building a, a apartment complex next to my house, so I can't Jeez. like, you know, I can't. And then I live in the laundry room at my buddy's house, and he's always on the phone screaming at people. So I, I can't like, <laughs> I can't exactly lock myself Richard Branson style into my into my meditation well, chamber. That's, that's why yeah. they tell you to focus on your breath. Yeah. I do a lot of you can do a lot of that walking too. Yeah, you can focus on walking and like breathing. Yeah, but Watch breathing, your breath. breathing is the the in my opinion probably the reason why it's a standard is because it's one of the few things that your body does both consciously and unconsciously. So like when you think about breathing, you control your breathing. But when you don't think about breathing, you're still breathing. And so what meditation tells you to do is focus on just watch how your body moves when you breathe. And then eventually what happens is you don't realize you're doing it until. Are you guys thinking about your breathing too much right now? <laughs> <laughs> you don't really realize you're doing it until you snap back out of it and you're like, wow. My body's just, but, and then you can start, you can just, it, the, the whole goal is to watch how your body unconsciously breathes. Like be aware of the, and that's how you start to, that's how you start to kind of form the separation between the mind and the body is that your body is now doing something and you're observing your body doing something. Right. And that's like the kind of first step to like rising out of that. Oh shit. That I fuck with. And then you can focus on like, uh, you know, Mark was talking about like trying to focus on an image in your head or something like that. But really the whole point is to try to just get your mind to shut up. That's it. And it and it yeah. sucks when you start because it's like you go. But like it's amazing. You'll you'll like literally amaze yourself with how how many you just can't make your mind stop thinking. You just can't. It's like Well, you can. You get better at it. Well, you can, you yeah, get but better like, at it. It's for a people practice. who have never like tried it or whatever. It's almost impossible, it, right? It's not, almost I, impossible. I, 
fucking do it from time to time. You get better at time because you, yeah, uh, it's been explained once to me that like your mind is a tool. So yeah. it's like, it's like you, you definitely need it, but gone unregulated it'll make you crazy you lay in bed with your thought you know so a lot of times just like laying in bed like right first thing in the morning i'll just start thinking i'm like it's not time to think about yeah. <laughs> you know like please so I like for us up. we do a lot of shows so like my instinct is to immediately start formulating uh, a vision for the show because all i want to know is like uh, what is the show going to be like i want and, and it, i have to go like you're not there yet you don't know. You can't predict what the show is going to be like. So yeah. you just wash the dish right now, mm -hmm. and it's like it's 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 the fucking toughest thing to do in life. It's just like control your mind, but like use it. You know what I mean? Well, you start to realize that all of your like ideas. I like the way they describe it. They'll say like just acknowledge that that thought is just opinion. That all it is, all those things that it's pop learned. in your head, it's learned. Yeah, yeah it's, like it's, someone it's, taught all. Of us all this it's stuff. almost programmed in you mm. the way you think and it, your mind just keeps pumping out these thoughts along some pattern whether it's like a negative like negative thoughts or whatever and you just start to recognize it like all i have is right now this is me right now and every single thing that pops into my head beyond that is just an idea yep of the future But it's not. I don't. I don't know. You just start. You're just like that's a fucking illusion. It, it's illusion. an illusion. Yeah. And I, I think about how many times we always think like we're we've been right. You know, like oh, I was correct about this. Correct. But think about the percentage of shit that you were just wrong about that you just ignore because then you move you move past you whatever. But then you're like, mm -hmm. wow, I was really like, wow, I was yeah. really wrong about that. So where else am I wrong? Maybe most of the time I'm wrong. Wow, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. So most of the time I'm wrong because I'm trying to predict what's outside that door, right? Mm -hmm. You're trying to predict everything that's going to... you Because know, everything is... You're going somewhere to do something. So along the way, you know, a lot of people are... And, and they say that um, nothing can get you in the, in the present moment. Like in the present moment, there's no... There could be pain... Mm -hmm. but there's no suffering, right? So if you're getting a, a, a vaccination, you're getting a needle, there's the suffering from the anticipation of the needle, like I'm about mm -hmm. to get a needle, but that's all the suffering. The pain is actually in the present. You can deal with the pain, but... And, and I think specifically in this country where um, it seems like we've invented mental illness, like Western... I mean, it kind of seems like we America came up with that, you know? depression yeah. um which i think there should be another word for depression um but that's a whole other thing but um i think it's interesting that we uh a lot of us are not present and then we're all somehow everybody's fucking miserable because that's what you hear man and fucking everybody is fucking miserable i think that it's a lot of it is just the mindset i think people are disenchanted with their lives yeah and and their thought management yeah. you know like uh we are overloaded with information and technology which is great but this is all new to the monkey man you know mm -hmm. we're not used to all this shit so yeah. we're going to be the generation that sort of filters all this and sort of like uh 
because we're the first generation that has all this, you know? So yeah, it's interesting. But it's funny how it's like the rise of comfort and the rise of, you know, commodity and information comes the rise with everyone feels like shit. That's just strange, you know? Do you think, I mean, do you think that people feel like shit more now than they did like 100 years ago? Or do you think it's just, do you think America is just like the country that's just like pointing it out? That's a good question. I don't know. A hundred years ago was the Great Depression. <laughs> and now we're having the yeah, Great but Depression, but now but we're all just sad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. I mean there sad should be a depression. new word. Yeah, there should be a new word for Even it. Their depression was great. Yeah. Uh well this generation. Think, <laughs> well, I mean the, Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's, def- it's definitely got to be... It's definitely a, a, a thought... It, it, I don't know what the fucking... Word, mindset comes to mind. But I don't know. It's definitely just... I talk to a lot of my friends right now, and they all fucking... It's just like, if you really get down deep talking to somebody, there's so many people that just, like, don't really even like their lives. They just don't, like... Not people in this circle... I would say, because I feel like a lot of the guys in comedy or the musicians and stuff like that that I've met are all like, they all like, I don't know. They're just, they feel like they're doing something, you know? Versus purpose. Yes, exactly. And a lot of these people I talk to, like, they just, like, my girlfriend's brother, he's a fucking, he does like project planning for some company in DC. And he just like, he's describing his job to me. I was like, do you like that? He's like, dude, no. Then fucking, a lot of this, people don't want to hear this, man, but a lot of this, uh, they're, they're waiting around for something to happen or something like that. It, it, you are the fucking one in control. I think yeah. that they... And you, need, you don't like your job, you need to quit your job. But I think that they don't know what to do. They don't know what to do. Because, because you've been told all your life that like once you hit these milestones, that's when you've accomplished life yeah, it's or whatever. Bullshit. And then they get these things, they get their salary position, they get their, you know, nice apartment, they get married or whatever. And they just they then then what do you do? It's like then what do you do when you did all the shit that you were told was gonna make you happy and you're not fucking happy. Yeah, like that talking head song, man. Fucking uh what is it? Fucking what is the song? Uh, yeah, the days go by one of long. This is not my beautiful wife. This is not my beautiful car. <laughs> that's a deep song. How did I get here? I remember hearing that as a kid and like Yeah, man. I mean that's what people are going through. Like, oh shit. I don't think I think that's one of those songs that you can't really get until like I don't know, like I could see a kid getting it as like when I was a kid I heard it and like it was a catchy song. It was a song that like struck me as odd or like eccentric or whatever. But I didn't, I didn't quite like, you know, I wasn't, the lyrics weren't the thing that affected me. But no, that, I didn't like yeah. get it, get it. Yeah. But I, kn- I knew that it was a guy reflecting on like, because I remember hearing, this is not my beautiful wife. And I, I'm a, I was like, I could see that because I grew up in, in the suburbs playing t-ball and shit. So it was like a lot of communities. I could see other people's families. And I could tell that there was like a, a deal of like misery in that. Really? Somewhere, yeah. I mean, I was probably... I might have been like nine or something. When you're like nine, you start, you get it. You're like a little man when you're nine. Nine? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, I... I, I a nine-year-old I, is, is weird. A nine-year-old is like, they know what's going on. That's a, 
Yeah. I would say like yeah, did you figure out Santa's not really <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly you guys are fucking tooth fairy <laughs> and I remember asking my dad that I remember I remember like just wa- I, I couldn't sleep when I walked into the living room and and, and <laughs> I was like dad is the brain. tooth fairy real he's watching the Oreo game dad dad is the tooth fairy real he's like nah <laughs> and I'm like is Santa real he's like nah oh shit okay yeah, double whammy. Good night. <laughs> dude, I think I was in like the, I was walking in like the mall parking lot with my brother and my older cousins, and then they broke the news to me that Santa wasn't real. And I was like crushed. <laughs> I was like, damn. Mm. I wanna eat you got to find out some sometime. Soggy ass Auntie Anne pretzel. <laughs> How old were you, you said? Uh, shit, I don't know. That was like third grade, maybe. Oh, damn. Yeah, I was late. I think I found out in fourth grade. I don't know what ages those are, though. I was more pissed that my parents lied to me. I was really mad about that. Well, their parents lied to them. It's not their fault. It's just like one of those things. It's like, it's cliche, but like, if you do it, you're, you're lying to your kid. But if you don't, your kid's like one of those fucking weird kids who doesn't believe in Santa Claus. I don't know. Dude, yeah, some I mean, parents I like want to keep it up for a while or as long as they can. Like, <laughs> yeah. I feel I feel like I've heard some of my relatives talk about like, oh yeah, I don't think he knows yet, and he, the kid's like fucking eleven. <laughs> yeah, that's a dumb kid. There was this one kid in my class who like clearly like this kid in fifth grade. I remember like. Some, somebody said something about Santa, and then like one of the kids is like, "Santa's not real." Blah, blah, blah. I hate. I, those are the kids I didn't like, dude. The kids that like bragged about knowing that Santa wasn't real. Yeah, dude. It's like, dude, fuck you. But I remember this mm-hmm. one kid, like when somebody said something about Santa, he's like, "What? You guys don't believe in Santa?" And then the teacher was like, like gave us all a look, like you guys better not say shit. <laughs> yeah, there was that moment of like, yeah, when when half the kids knew, and but then the other half. You never want to be that kid. Yeah. You never want to be that kid who's like the last kid to know that Santa's not real. That's like, I don't know, dude. That's that's like the fifth grade version of like, I don't know. It's just, uh, uh, I, you kind of, you I would say. You slowly start piecing together that the world is bullshit once it starts with Santa. You go, oh, yeah, what else is not real, you fucking <laughs> bunch of liars? The stock market's not real. That's that's based on emotion or something. I don't know, the way we feel. Holy shit. Dude, yeah, that's concerning to know. Santa crumbled fucking God the Bible. Damn. It crumbled fucking. Dude, yeah, what kind of deck of cards do we live upon? It's, it's. Fucking Currency. terrifying. <laughs> I think I think getting I think getting a job like a nine to five, if that's not what you want, and just like blindly following that path and then coming to that realization that it was that like it's not real. That's like the ultimate finding out Santa Claus wasn't real. Like a yeah. lifetime of thinking that this thing on the other end of the fucking rainbow was there, and then you get it and you just slowly start to realize for the rest of your life that it's not it. Yeah, it's not. I, I think I think that that's what we're mistaking, <sighs> dude. I'm not gonna say it because I know that there's gonna be like a fucking you know. You can't even if you even if you even suggest that not maybe not all cases of depression are chemical and that many depression cases 
could probably be remedied with some type of psychological therapy. Yeah, man, that's a that's a long one to unravel. I was talking I was talking to a buddy about this uh, the other day. Like, I think there should be a new word for it. Shouldn't be called depression. It should be called like something because it's like different things, right? There's like um, yeah, it's a very general term. Yeah, it's a pretty general term. We yeah. we, we were yeah. talking about like uh, the word defeated kind of seemed like appropriate. So like I have yeah defeated like that uh, sounds. That, that I would hate. And it sounds, how would you say that? Yeah, I have to. It's like this it's sounds, too piercing. I'm, I'm, it's I'm too defeated. real. Dude. I'm defeated. It's too real. Yeah, it's it's, it's rough. But like, uh, so like I, I have I have you know we all have uh, different experiences. You know, everybody's reality is different. I certainly don't know what it's like for somebody who has severe depression. You know, I don't I don't I don't know what that's like. I have periods that I don't feel good. It dips in and out, but it's never. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't win, you know. It it doesn't. I I always, I fight back. I don't feel uh, defeated. defeated. Yes, you know what I mean. Yes. So yes. I, I feel exactly like a lot mean. of people, and that that comes with purpose, right? If you have purpose, you don't feel defeated. But if you don't have purpose, that's the first thing you feel. You know, that's like the first because you, if that makes any sense, you know. And uh -huh. I think a lot of people are are suffering from that. And there are also also people who I'm sure have chemical, for lack of a better term, chemical imbalances or or things that can be fixed. Yeah, and that should with, be called something else because basically they name that disease yeah. by you know observing a chemical process or whatever is going on in they your brain. They say serotonin, I guess. Sure, sure. But then I hear ser most of your serotonin receptors are in your gut. Sure, it's in your stomach. And and the symptoms of that chemical whatever are these emotions or these feelings. Which and so they classified that disease as depression, but there's so many different things that can lead to those same thoughts. Yeah, that aren't necessarily lifestyle just and yeah, like what? Who are your friends and what? What YouTube videos are you watching? What kind of music are you listening to? And what kind of traumatic experiences have you had? And what kind of drugs are you using? I don't mm -hmm. mean you shouldn't be using drugs. I mean what kind of drugs are you using? You know. Um, cause I'm certainly not an advocate for sobriety. I don't, I don't think, I don't like that. I don't like, I don't like that word either. Cause I don't think people are sober anyways. I don't, I don't, you know, I think everybody's on. I um, think, I think it something. really, it really comes back to, to purpose. I think that's the yeah. main thing. You know, I think once you no longer have a purpose, you just kind of get taken over. Yeah. You see it with really. married couples, right? When one of them dies, mm -hmm. the other one dies shortly thereafter you see it all the time that it's almost like they lose their purpose like if that was my that's that's who i've been with and that was i used to cut the grass for her and all uh, those little things that we just think oh it's just the little things in life it's not little things in life you're a fucking human being you yeah, know yeah there's no, nothing the little things. about this yeah. at all those are you know? all of them that's it and and it, and and depression is a, a scary thing that a lot of people deal with and i i certainly don't i mean you have to you can decide if I, I don't know what I'm saying because I don't want to piss off people who don't feel good, you know. For sure, for sure. But I'm just, uh, yeah, proposing uh, different ideas about it. Yeah, no, I'm. I mean, I'm on. I'm on <laughs> whoever's mad side. I just, <laughs> I just, <laughs> I just, I don't know, man. I, I think, I think it would. I think it would be good for this discussion to be more prominent because i think that at worst it could it could still 
I don't know, like the idea, we should put that idea out there that you, that you can, you can uh, you know, make your life better. That like you have some kind of responsibility over that, dude. And I feel like, I don't know, I feel like it's almost unhealthy that we've kind of convinced everyone that it's like, no, it's, you can't do anything about it. Like, sorry, it's just a chemical thing. There's nothing you can do about it. And I'm not, again, I'm not saying that there's people that, that literally can't do anything about it. But I, again, I just think, I think there's a lot of people that could. And I think it's healthy to put that out there. And I think, I think it's hurting them that it's not a more, uh, you know, welcome conversation. You're talking about, I mean, like we were saying, these people that don't like their jobs, these people that, like, don't, they just, they're, they're you know, they, they just got, they, they did it. They graduated, they got a job, they got married, they did these things, and now they're there, and they don't fucking like it. That causes you to feel defeated. Nothing chemical about that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, yeah. And, and that, and that's, that's way more people. That's way more people. That's a conversation that. that I mean, be when had. people, you know, what makes me sick when people say, you know, that Donald Trump is making them depressed. I just want to. I just want to yeah. fucking barf. <laughs> yeah. Like you've just been. You just. Your life is so fucking disrupted by the it's president. Just, it's like, just... get the fuck. Like, I just. Uh, maybe I'm getting older, but it's just like. I just think that's just a, a just a pile someone, of bullshit. People need someone to blame, dude. Yeah, exactly. It's it, too. It, I'm not, and that's, and we were actually having the same God, conversation like, earlier. But Lord. it's, it's, it's the need to externalize your own, yeah, you know, situation or your own circumstance. The need to not feel like you're the one who's responsible for what happens to you. It's a comforting thought. People don't want to feel like it's their fault that their situation sucks. Right. And so they, and so they, you know, they, and it didn't, it did, that didn't, that mentality didn't start with Trump or anything else. People need something to, to grab onto. If a hurricane comes through these towns in the South, you know, do they, do they, after they come out for shelter and the fucking palm trees are everywhere and the, and the cabin is no longer, do they, do they sit around and blame the hurricane? Wow, that was such, uh, so many, so much wind, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. No, shut the fuck up and start stacking wood. You know, like it just—it just makes me sick, man. The <laughs> amount of fucking complaining and bitching that people do, uh, and 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 I know there are people that are depressed, and there are people that are creating their own depression, and I think that's fucking disgusting. You know, you live in—you live in paradise. You have fresh water to drink. And this, I'm only speaking for the people who are like the surface level. I'm a little sad, blah, blah. Sack up, man. You know, like nobody wants to hear that shit. You know, you're bumming everybody out when you're blah, blah, blah. fake it till you make it. Put a smile on your face. If you stare at the mirror and smile, you'll fucking you'll figure it out. But, you know, people who are severely depressed, obviously, they but need to people, get help. People have been. Yeah, people. Have everybody been else. I'm not about. I think it's the worst with Trump. But people have been that way about blaming presidents for their problems and shit like that. I imagine forever. Oh yeah. Like it's just like it's just like something you got it. It's like it's easy. It's it, easy. It, it is. It is easy. And I don't think it's star. I think I think that. I think that. I, I I personally feel like the majority of the outrage is propagated by an almost endless like amount of negative coverage from all pretty much all mainstream anything 
when you talk about like the only the only mainstream medium that I can think of that provides Donald Trump with positive coverage would be Fox News. And they're they're like the bullshit news of of the of the right, you know. They're like yeah, I don't CNN watch any of it. Right. You know, it's just it's all. And so. I feel like I don't. I think that a lot of I think that a lot of the attitudes. I think the media is just they're just they're just they're. It's how they're making money, but I think they're they're profiting off of just like, making this it's worse just than it reality is. Reality TV oh, yeah. now, dude. It's just reality TV. But that but it has such a bigger effect because you're literally having people. It's not like a Breaking Bad. It's not like fucking. You if, know, you leave, if you leave, like if you leave, if you live lives. in Baltimore City and you leave your house, watching the news, what everybody does, or reading the news, and you think there's a race war out there, then that's what you'll see. That's that'll be the reality that you've now painted. Exactly, and that's, that's what not you- what you want in a predominantly black city, you know. And like that's why I love Baltimore is because it's like the great American experiment. Mm-hmm. It really is, man. It's diverse. It's got a shitload of problems, but it's got a lot of good things too. Mm-hmm. Um. It's like I don't know. I can't really articulate what I'm what I'm saying. I guess that little rant was about the the surface level depression that I hear people succumbing to mm-hmm. rather than I'm really depressed. It's like you're not really depressed. You're uncomfortable and you're unhappy at the moment. And by the way, there's no like default happy. You know, life is not about like I'm just I just want to be happy. You're supposed to have a purpose, you're supposed to serve it's you, not every day is going to feel good. I Everyone think, knows that, right? Like, it's not like you're just going to, I just wake up and it's good. That's not reality. So if that's your baseline you're looking for, it's not there, you know. You're not meant to just feel good every day. You're meant to go through ups and downs. I don't know what I'm saying here. I'm yeah, right. I, agree, no, I agree with you. I agree with <laughs> you. I completely agree that's with what you. Makes I think I've story. lost the point. I you mean, know? it's... I think you said it best, and you're saying when you think in that way, when you're, when that's the way your mind is programmed to think, you'll start noticing that. So it's almost like we had the yeah tones when we were talking about it, but it's almost we were talking about how like we were just talking earlier in the podcast about how if you're in the moment, you realize that all of your thoughts are Bullshit. are just ideas. They're just yeah, ideas. Yeah, yeah. But your mind is programmed to just keep pumping those ideas, and, and it's a thought pattern. So your mind always thinks in this way. Like, that's how you're programming your mind to think. You're programming your mind to notice. I think that a lot of the, what we were talking about before with, like, that defeated is just when you programmed your mind to think negatively. And yeah. you allow those negative thoughts to control your life. Right. The mind can build laptops and technology, and it's, it's amazing. You don't want to eliminate it. It's, it's great. But it's... It's that third perspective that you're supposed to be. You're supposed to be the observer of all that, and that's what's that's what's tough. But you want to know when to use that and when to not use that. You know, you, you, the biggest thing I I, uh, I found is when you get in a relationship, mm-hmm. and then your mind is very unuseful because now you're not with her, and now you're thinking about her, and and your mind is racing. What is she doing? What about? And it's just bullshit that you're feeding yourself she's probably well she's at work and then blah blah blah, she read my text and blah blah it's just your mind tortures yourself you know when you're when you're with somebody else you know so it's it's like a good example of like when your mind just like is destructive versus like well i just need to be present what the fuck i attracted this woman obviously there's (laughs) something there why am i worried i just need to wash the dish right now (laughs) (laughs) 
and not think about her last three boyfriends and then well well she told me the other night that her dad did the and blah, 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 yeah. and your mind just fucking goes nuts you know i mean i only know this because i'm i'm tortured by my thoughts as well you know it's just something i'm trying to get better at i think Is your new bit true about the polyamorous shit? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah? Okay. How's well, that going? How's that, how is, how's that lifestyle? How's that poly life? I'm not living that lifestyle at all. No, that was a bit that I <laughs> did. Um, that was a bit that I did about a girl that had a boyfriend. And then she also wanted to see me and then was like, is that cool with you? And then for like, for a short period of time, I, I was like thinking about that and, and sort of seeing her and then, but ultimately, no, that, 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 okay. that wasn't. She was, out, was yeah. she just, was she just asking you like, yeah, I'm just cheating on my boyfriend or like, was she coming at it no. like, yeah, my boyfriend allows me to just. Yeah, it was very, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean. Uh, it was very open. Like the dude knew yeah. about it. Yeah. Yes. Jeez, that's weird. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It it, it was. I couldn't get involved. In that. That's just just strange to me. It was. Yeah. It was. <laughs> uh, it was weird, but it was. Uh, well, you know what is cool, man, is like when people are, because um, this girl was very honest, you know, and that's what was like really like. And when the truth is all out there, you're like, you can't, you're not weirded out because you're like, oh, I guess what's weird is like all this lying. You don't even have to think about it. You don't even have to think about it. You don't yeah, have to get so about it. I don't want to say that it was, it was weird for me, um, but it wasn't like a weird, like, this is a bunch of weird, it wasn't anything like that. It was just like, I felt, we, I was like, oh yeah, why am I like possessive? Yeah. Uh, Interesting. Well, I'm possessive. Have a great day. You know. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, I don't know, dude. I don't know. I feel like. But no, she uh, she's um, awesome. You know, and uh, yeah, it just it just didn't work in that out in that setting for me. As long as you're not the main, I think I can get it from your perspective because you're just like, all right, like, kind of want to bang this girl. She does have a boyfriend, and he does know about it. But like, I'm just gonna do it. Like that's I can see that, but to be the boyfriend, I can't understand how guys just are totally cool with. Just, yeah, you can just fuck other. I dudes. that's I the that was the only thing that I thought. I was I I kept thinking about him, and I was just like, why <laughs> would this? I guy? think it's a last ditch effort, dude. For a lot, I I I've only known one person in real life that like was married, and they decided to have like a open relationship Ooh, dude whoa. i hear about yeah. it all the time i mean they weren't married at all you know but i hear i hear about it all the time and there's just people who have different you know, just they just operate differently yeah they have a different game set yeah you know, totally like, and i think it's i think from whatever. a i think from a i think a lot of it is from desperation dude i really do i think that there's people who are just like soup but like in the case of the person i was just saying he like they were just not getting along like the marriage wasn't working out and like they were doing this and they thought maybe that would like whatever and like right right it lasted about like four months and it just they got divorced yeah like it was just, and they were young too it's just like i can see that being like a last ditch effort from a dude or i would say probably it's mostly dudes i don't know yeah i don't fucking know to just like be like 
like, if you need to go get that side of your thing satisfied from someone else, I don't care. You can do it. But, like, I still want to be with you, like, blah, blah, blah. It's like... There are a lot of dudes out there tricked thinking that they can fucking also clean up. Yeah. In an open relationship. That's what happened to him too, yeah. Damn. Oh. <laughs> but it wasn't it wasn't like he 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 didn't do it for that reason, but his his thought like his, the way he thought about it was like, well, I guess it won't be that bad cuz technically I can do this too. And then you get out back into like single world and you're like, "Oh, wait. This is what it was I have like." To date some other chick too. Yeah, Sucks. like I can't yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was like it just the thing that was weird was like I I had been with, you know, like girls that like maybe were with other guys that like I she cheated on on him or whatever you know and in, in my head it was just like whatever it's fine but I I like I liked her so that's what made it weird so as soon as I was I was like oh I really like her and then I and then and I then and then I caught feelings and then it was weird the fucking, so yeah. if it was just this yeah everyone's just a good time whatever that would have been one thing but we had like a a connection so i was just like when is he gonna get the fuck out of here <laughs> <laughs> um that was what i that was what i was i was thinking oh so you were but, looking for yeah. more than that yeah 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 but um oh, thanks for bringing that up eric <laughs> put that on the internet forever Sorry, now. Dude. He was looking was, for was more. Don't isolate dude. that story, like, and then my uh, my uncle Steve is gonna fucking <laughs> dude. The whole time we were doing that, I was like, "This is the clip." This is the clip. <laughs> parents are gonna love. Dude. Well, I try to I try to work it out on stage, and uh, it you know sometimes it's funny, sometimes it's not. But the whole the whole the whole bit of this is about how like my insecurity about it. So the whole the whole bit is about how I feel stupid. It's not about like. Uh, Oh, no, you're Some not sort like, of observational you're not shit. dog slinging or any or whatever it's called. Is it dog, dog slinging? slinging? <laughs> what is dog slinging? Mud slinging, sorry. Mud slinging. No, 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 no. It's all in good fun. Yeah, yeah the whole yeah. thing is about how it made me uncomfortable yeah, and how yeah. I'm, I'm supposed to get over my ego and stuff like that. But mm. I, yeah, I just so. don't see how that could last. It doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't even. No, it didn't like work a real for relationship. me. No. No. I'm just talking about I, again. I'm just talking about from the fucking the dude who's dating her perspective. That is. I don't know. I could never personally do it. I feel like, what's the point of being someone's boyfriend? We might as well just fucking just know each other. I don't. Yeah. I, I just admit, doesn't make sense. To me. Yeah. I mean, like, I, don't you want to feel like you're the person that can satisfy all those needs right, in one person? Right, man. Right. It takes all that out of there. So, like, yeah. you're basically when you do that, you literally, I hate to say it, you're defeated, dude. You're defeated. Huh? You're Ooh. defeated. You're defeated. defeated. <laughs> you're like, you know what? Oh, Jesus. I the only way I can keep my girlfriend is if she's also allowed to be with other dudes. Yeah, it's not my uh, You either you either got to fucking suit up, strap up and fucking fix that quick or you just you take the L, dude. But the just L. Just take defeated. the L, but don't, you know, lose the battle not the war, dude. You fucking do that, you lost the war. Yeah, I agree. God. Can you imagine that? Just Agreed. fucking laying at your house just being like I wonder who my girlfriend's been. Yeah, man. <laughs> and then it took it took it took one text for me to be like, "You have any plans tonight?" And she's like, "Yeah, I do, but you want to hang out tomorrow night?" And I'm like, "Nope." <laughs> I'm like, "I just got rejected and now I'm picturing you getting banged by, you know, and I'm like and, and so it was just that one text was enough bang. for me like, "You know what? I'm I can't I bet pursue you she this. doesn't yeah. bang her boyfriend that much." I don't know her at all. <laughs> I've never met this person. Well, 
Yeah, I mean, there's just no mudslinging. She's she's awesome. Um, but yeah, it just didn't just didn't just didn't uh, didn't click for me. But maybe that's just in this space and time. Well, it wasn't what you were looking for. Mostly. Maybe uh, if she was someone that you were pursuing, like for like if like like you said, like you're pursuing for more than just that. I don't know. The fact yeah, that I just, she wasn't yeah. into it means it wasn't it wasn't supposed to be that way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like I can't imagine. I can't imagine I guess the cheating on I couldn't date somebody who cheated on someone else for me. I mean, I could see myself dating like accidentally, but like I I just see how that's obviously a bad idea cuz that's that's like an integrity thing. I feel like like someone who's willing, like a, I don't know, someone who's willing to do that, who's to say they're not going to do it to you? Yeah. That, yeah. That's what I was thinking. I was like, I was like, uh, you know, so mm-hmm. whatever. We can stop talking about this. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think we got enough there. Yeah, yeah. Jim, you took a shit outside. On that. Right? <laughs> Jesus. Bearing my soul here, man. For the record, Eric brought that up, too. A lot of re- a lot of revealing personal shit. No, but that's what podcasts are for. No, I I don't mind. You know, and, and if if it's at on at my uncle Steve's house, that that's not for them. You yeah. know, so yeah. it's like whatever. But you do it on stage too. Like I I dig how you I dig how you talk about like real shit on stage. Like not when I say real shit, I mean like that's just stuff that happened to you like that day or whatever. It's just it's just very honest. And like sometimes it's funny, and sometimes people are just like watching, and being like, "This is deep." Like he's just—it's—it's it's always it's always amusing. It's always entertaining. It's always like it, it's you don't. I've never seen you have a bad set. Oh. I'm just gonna say that because I feel like even when you have a bad set, you're so present in the moment that it's just like, like your awareness of it and the way you just put it out there just makes no one feels uncomfortable when you're having a bad set like you don't i don't feel like you bomb i don't know i i, I don't know i've i've seen you less than eric has oh i bomb maybe you suck dude maybe i just only i don't know dude i feel like you're good well th- <laughs> thank you for saying that man i appreciate that yeah i'm trying to uh yeah i'm, I'm two years in so i'm still trying to like f- figure it out you know um and i do like i i i do like the unpolished uh style and i like i like being present and um i think you definitely have your voice i see a lot of people that like i think so yeah i think i think that voice makes sense to me so well, i don't exciting. i don't want to be i don't like being in a rush i don't like what other like comedians that go on stage and like it needs to be laugh loud. i don't i don't feel that that urge um mm. you know because i i don't know i mean comedy's like uh so much of it has been done before so like I'm always just looking for the space of like okay, I'm I'm looking to be original, you know. I'm not looking to like I'm gonna go out there and kill. Like no, I I I I, can, I know that if I build the material, I can go up and kill. So I know, I know that I can do that. Mm-hmm. But it's it's more about like learning the craft over many years is really just like what I'm focused on. Like not in a rush because it's just there's so so much learning like every single time so is brian regan who he is on stage off stage 
I've never met him. I don't think he's clean off stage. Okay. No, uh, he's not like clean off stage, you know. I just can't imagine being a different person on stage. Yeah, I don't want to do that, right? Like that doesn't make any sense to me. Right. Like how could you do that? I yeah, I don't want an act. When we were watching yeah. James Brown, I was like is that an act or is Dude, he really he was like, like that, that all right, day? Right, right. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. If it was an act though, like that could have been why they were so intense because that was a fucking hard act to keep, dude. And he was the only one doing it. The fucking- I respect the act. I mean, I mean, I see, I see, great comedians go and do that, you know, um, and that's cool. I can't. I I I don't have a desire to do that, you know. Like I, I'd rather be. I'd rather like I'm I'm looking for like a third or half of the audience to be on this side. The rest get just leave. I just feel like I couldn't. I, take I want myself, only some of them. I just couldn't take myself seriously. Right. If I, if I weren't like if I every night I just had to become this different person and also I would like. I was thinking like, what if James Brown is just feeling like sick that day? Like, what if what if he has to take a shit or something like that? Like yeah. same thing. What and he goes up on stage. Is he gonna? Or whatever. Is he going to communicate that to the audience? I, I'm, I'm mad that I used the take a shit example because it made everything else I said seem stupid. <laughs> no, 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 no. Afterwards. No, I know what you mean because he's stuck in the act. He's like, he's, like, okay, he's all he's about like the performance. He's, yeah, he's depressed. He's the he's entertainer. Whatever. And then he has to get up on stage and pretend to be this fucking person. Like, I, I, that would drive me in fucking insane. Yeah. Dude. Well, and he's fucking crazy. Insane. Yeah. You know, that's probably a perfect role for him. Yeah, dude. Right, some people get stuck in that stuff, though. Like, yeah. You can't be a normal person after being, like, Larry the Cable Guy, you know? Yeah. I mean? Yeah, dude. Or, like, the progressive flow girl. Like, she's just been on TV for, like, what, 10 years now? Yeah, but that's like uh, she landed that gig, dude. Can you imagine how lucky she was to land that gig? I don't know who that is. The progressive girl, like the progressive. Oh, 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 yeah, oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, she she's like the Geico gecko, but for but a real person. But a real person, like she landed that job where she gets paid to do all these fucking commercials. I think she died. She she killed herself, didn't she? <laughs> what? She, she can be very unhappy. I mean, it's not a dream gig, you know? It's not the dream. Like, you, you're never going to be, you're never going to live that down. It's not the dream gig, you're right. That would suck. You're right. The if progressive became, chick? Like, you're never going to get cast. I mean, you can buy another sailboat, but you just be sad on that next sailboat. You're like going, That's I'm, true, I'm a fucking disaster. That would suck, I mean, there's dude. no artistic integrity or like i would do it i would do it when i was older like uh the guy who played the most interesting man in the world i feel like that's a good way to close out a career yeah there's a taste way to do it just like do something as long as it's cool like that'd be cool if when i was yeah he's cool not the progressive chick though yeah no 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 who sucks the fucking the verizon guy the hey can you hear me now guy he fucking He's like the T-Mobile guy now or something. Oh, That's crazy, What a dude. fucking traitor. He switched sides. He fucking... Oh, shoot him. It's fucking insane. That's, that, that's a... Off that's with a his head. Dirty move by fucking... Uh, Off with his head. What is it, AT&T or Verizon? Uh, I think it was T-Mobile. You disrespect. Damn, that's a dirty move by T-Mobile, no, dude. dude. For real. Because he's just like, hey, you might remember me, but now I'm purple. <laughs> But from his perspective, it's like, who gives a shit? I just think it's, I just think it like from a business perspective, like that, that was a good move because that got people's attention. Like, like when they saw like, oh, damn, is that the guy from Sprint? 
And then it, everybody was just had an opinion about it. They were like, kidding me, dude? Like, you can't do that. I'm like, why not? From his perspective, he's like, look, this is like, I, I was the guy, I was the can you hear me now guy. I never got a fucking other gig again because I was, they stopped doing it. Sprint stopped doing it or whatever. And then this place picks me up to do it. And now I have, now I can pay my bills again. Yeah, now I put, I fill my swimming pool with champagne. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you, how much money do you think you're really making with one of those gigs, dude? Very uh, decent. I don't know. It amount. depends on. I guess. I bet you flows low. Any of that, ma- any of that works is probably how good your manager is. You know, like if you can. It depends. I really on don't like know. how many you do, or if like you get like a buyout yeah. up front or something. But uh, no, never take the buyout. Decent money, I'm not dude. interested in DC. any of that shit. My only hope is to build slowly build a name, stay in music clubs. I think that that's kind of where i'm thinking like music clubs stay small venues build a small enough thing to tour if i can make a teacher's salary i'm fucking good dude i don't i don't i don't i don't want i don't have no desire to like be famous how do you plan on building that uh keep putting out specials i want to keep doing that and just diy and um just write my way into yeah do you go to other cities and like do stuff there too yeah yeah new york and chicago um those are really the only two cities i performed in um i think mainly you just got to link up with the people up there like the comedians up there get in those circles whatever 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 and then i don't know it might be easier to build a fan base that way i assume you just kind of like pop in and like do shows and stuff like that yeah i did a showcase there two weeks ago at broadway comedy club um they're just these real rinky dink nobody gives a shit showcases um the real, the long form answer is just be good. That's it. You don't have to network. Just be good. And as long as, and, and here in Baltimore, I can go up. My minimum is five a week. Sometimes I do seven a week. As long as I'm up on stage practically every night, I'm just sharpening the blade and I'm writing, I'm writing, I'm writing, I'm writing. So are you able to? Like, that's the only thing. I, I just want to put out good stuff. That's it. That's the only thing I care about. Are you making any like income off of it right now? Mm, no, I mean no. There's paid gigs, but not any sort of money to live off of. No. I say that's most of the scene, though. Yeah, I would say so too. That's got to be the ultimate goal, I would assume. Yeah, when you play like, Magoobies, they write you a check. You know, it's like thirty-five bucks a show. So I got paid in Chicago. That's like yeah. Uh, here and there you know but you know no there's no uh there's no no income were you on since you did the uh the special at the lineup space or was it was that after last time you were on no 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 i haven't been on i think i was on in uh like march or something yeah it's been a while while ago Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah So if you haven't checked it out, check out Archie's Half Hour Special. Yeah, it's on YouTube. If you type in Archie Jameson, J-A-M-I-E-S-O-N, um, my special's on there. And uh, yeah, that's just that's just the first one. So I wanted, I wanted to burn up all that material. That was good, dude. And fucking Joey and Eric. and <laughs> They Max made it what too? it was. Yeah, me and Max. Yeah, they it. made it what it was. Dude, it was, yeah. it was buddy, Joey Malinsky uh, and Eric Glazer here. Sound. And Max Levine. And Mike Franklin did the sound. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a ton of other people to thank because everybody's super cool. Um, yeah, it was a great experiment. Idea. I was like, oh, okay, I can do this. So um, it takes me 
what I think is a year and a half to write a half hour or 25 minutes at this pace. How do you and feel about it? Um, it's in the rear view mirror, you know. Um, but I'm happy about it. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, dope. yeah, it's it's dope. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm happy about it. Yeah. That's awesome, man. and that's a lot because I don't, I don't, I'm not like happy about it, fucking anything. <laughs> um, but yes, I am. But at the same time, it's like that's that's just one thing along the the master plan. <laughs> do you have any idea where you want to do the next one? Like, are you have a venue in mind or anything? No, not at all. I'm not thinking about it. I I want to shoot something next year. It's to some degree. Um, no idea. To me, that doesn't matter. It's just a matter of the material. Yeah. So, when the material is like you. ready to go, then it's like, all right, yeah, then it can it can be anywhere. You said it takes you like a year. I'm not talking about the special, but you were saying like a year and a half to write 30 minutes. You think? Um. No, I mean I had like an hour, but I just whittled it down. You know, like I could, I could write a whole lot. It's just a, a matter of like yeah, what the stuff I like is maybe 25 minutes. Yeah. Do you feel like it's hard to talk about shit that's not going on in your life currently? Like it's become like an a joke. It's become like an act thing. Yeah, and that's why I recorded. Yeah, because I got sick of that stuff, and I was like, this has to go. Yep, mm -hmm. absolutely. So as soon as it's like feels a little stale, I we were talking about like the act and stuff like that. I can't, I can't do that. I don't like, and the audience knows when I'm lock up and I start telling these are the way the jokes go. And, uh, I lose that presentness thing, which maybe is something that I'm going to have to learn to balance. I imagine that's a lot of pressure. Cause when you do those open mics, but I guess at open mics, you guys probably don't, that's probably when you try out all your new shit. Yeah. Dude, that's the fun part. Cause you're like in the moment. Cause you don't know how it's going to go. You've never told it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then and then there's the factor the audience knows that's an open mic and they're like there with you and like dude, it's like it can be just magic, you know. Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, I don't know. Comedy is changing. Um but I can't even really comment on it cuz I'm I'm so I was never a comedy fan really getting into this and now I'm only 2 years into doing it. I really like doing it, but I I'm so ignorant to how it's how it all goes down, which is, I think is good because I think there's a lot of just really bad advice out there <laughs> and a r lot of really awful clubs <laughs> and a lot of just bad <laughs> shit, you know? It's like, so, it's good. I mean, I, like, <laughs> it's good. <laughs> yeah, well, I think that, you know, it's, it's, go it's, it's in smaller clubs now. It's in music clubs. It's in bars now. So I think that's cool. That's, it's another. Do you see, like, an audience growing for it, or do you just think the scene? Oh, yeah. Growing? Oh, yeah. Like, there's people that are just coming out to see. Yeah, when I go out of town, so if I, if I go to Chicago or go to New York and I, I'll do their open mic scene, and we all talk about, like, yeah, the, the, the rooms, the bar shows, for lack of a better term, the rooms are, um, giving comedy clubs um, a hard time because they're, that's where people, are, they're not being forced to um, buy drinks and buy food and they're not being forced to sit at one table. They can move around. So it's like, it's, it's easier on the viewer. That's the way, that's, 
You don't have to sit with a stranger. <laughs> That's the way people want to go out. Like, yeah. to go out to, like, a show-type thing and, like, have to sit at a table and have a waitress and have these minimums and stuff like that. Like, most people aren't going to want to do that unless it's... Somebody that's coming into town, they Unless really want to see. Unless it's just fucking huge, yeah, exactly. And in which case, those guys are in theaters. Yeah, you know, they're they're kind of their own thing. So I mean, Especially I don't know. I I mean, I really had never been in a comedy club before until all this shit. So like, I don't know it really much of it at all. But I know the music industry, and I, I just don't see why. Like, why can't it just be like I see it all the same? We talk about it all the time. Yeah. Like, it's the same people. Why can't we play the same venues? It's all the same. So, um, yeah, I think that... Uh, are you still, act, Are you still like, trying to do anything musically? Or are you pretty much no. just hobby? No. I heard you on the fucking uh, Leland's thing last week. Or a couple oh, weeks yeah, ago. yeah. He's trying to start a show, yeah. music show, yeah. Yeah, yeah, with him and Jordan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was super close to this. Yeah, I mean, I play from time to time, you know, just with friends or you know, just whatever. But that was sick, though. The only thing, the only thing I was saying to Leland was just the 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 recording quality of it, like the music and just like it was like kind of clipping sometimes and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But they got to get all that worked out. The concept was sick, and that is that perfect combination. Yeah, dude, it was it was awesome. And that's that's the combination of music and comedy you were just kind of talking about. But but yeah. I think I think what people think when you say that is like musical comedy, and it's no. Like, I just mean like like on a night that a band is not playing, like a comedian should play there, in at the auto bar or at the exactly whatever electric factory in New Jersey, whatever these nine thirty club, whatever these music venues are on the off nights, like. Um, and 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 I'm not. I'm not, that's not my new idea. Yeah, Comedians are doing the that. Bar. I was just. They're there doing last that. Night. Jim Jim Brewer <laughs> does that. Um, so there's there's plenty of comedians that do that. I I just think that that's cool. I, I like I like that model. What does Jim Brewer do? Uh, music clubs. Yeah, he'll do oh, like soundstage and um, when he comes through town and um, yeah, there's a couple comics that do. Uh, yeah, for for me, anyways. I mean, cause cause I'm not. I'm not, and I don't have any desire to be like. Uh, I don't even like the word comedian, because because that just yeah, it, it, it sounds, just sounds like I'm like. I don't know, man. I like comic, you know. Comic is comics cool. Um, but comic's I like doing, cool. like I said, I like doing my own kind of thing. So I don't, I don't fit in really well with like the comedy club format sometimes because when there's a dumb audience who watches Big Bang Theory mm-hmm. and fucking Modern Family and they just expect that metronome, I yeah. I don't do that. And I don't, and so it's like those. You want to see a bomb? Oh, Jesus Christ! That's <laughs> oh, that's yeah, when I bomb. The only way big I time. see you bombing is if the crowd literally just they weren't interested in me or anything I have to you. say. A hundred percent. Oh yeah, happens all the time. Yeah, happens all the time. <sighs> I guess that. And the, and the, how I know that is that as soon as I bomb in those settings, another comedian will go on stage with that metronome and just fucking destroy and that's how i know is that it's one thing when you know you bomb it when the next comedian goes on and just fucking kills what show did you well i saw you well the the showcase you did the uh right, last weekend at magoobies i died uh death did you feature for yeah. somebody i i hosted for who yeah gina yashere she's a new daily show correspondent oh yeah she's, she's a, a black she's chick like from london yeah london, yeah yeah and she talks like this. She's got a great accent. You know, it's she like does, super dude. gimmicky accent. Um, but 
Oh yeah. I oh my god. I mean, I just on, died, dude. Yeah. I just fucking died. It was like that was some of the worst shows I ever did. I, I think I bombed th- three solid shows in a row. Damn. Two, oh. two in a row in one night, and then the one the night before. I maybe had a decent set the opening night. Dude, you're like. What do you think com- happened? But I was like trying a bunch of new shit, and so I, I was not like in crisp format. So I'm, I'm not trying to blame anyone other than myself. But yeah, no, it was it was a stinker. Damn. Sad to hear. Dude. I just yeah. feel like I just feel like your like her audience would be literally oh, was the not exact my opposite audience. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what all my friends said. They were like, "Well, why did why the fuck did you take that show?" And I was just like, "Cause I say yes to everything." <laughs> why would that's I? That's a pretty what do you mean, say cool no? opportunity. Yeah. Like, so I said, "Yeah, you know, fuck do you it." You get offered to like do you now my mic is super fucking close my mouth dude because I'm fucking. Yeah, I'm gonna pee real quick. Fucking James Brown in this shit. <laughs> Yeah, you're James Brown about to fire the drummer. <laughs> Don't come back, Eric. You're done. <laughs> what the fuck were you just talking about? You like completely escaped me. James Brown. James Brown. That's because I was holding the mic like this. Dude, that's crazy. That's another thing. That's <laughs> My mind just like escapes me sometimes. That's like worrisome. Like, I know it's because I'm high also, so it's like, okay, it's probably just because I'm high. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about it. You're young, and it's not like you have dementia or something. Dude, dementia does run in my family, though. Yeah, but you're you're 25? Yeah, but I'm just noticing you're the, fine. the capacity for future dementia. I think you're just stoned. It's late night. We were talking about me bombing at McGooby's, <laughs> and it yeah. going real bad. <laughs> It going real bad. Do you get do you get offers to to feature at, for people a lot, or was that like a kind of no. once in a while opportunity? Every once in a while, yeah. I mean, so I don't. You do, almost got to take it. I don't do a lot of like uh, emailing and like you know. I I think I it's don't imp- do a whole lot of like hustling on my part. You know. I think it's important that you take every opportunity you get and just understand that not every show you do is going to be the best show. But oh, it's better 100%. than not doing it at all, you know? Oh, 100%. So, yeah. like, in a way, like, if you would have, if you had put too much thought into it, and I stress too much thought, you would have, you would have considered the fact that, oh, I don't know if this audience is going to be my audience, like, you know, I don't really have that much shit right now, blah, 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 blah whatever, and you might have passed on it. Yeah. But you would have robbed yourself of the experience of what could have happened. Because like we were saying earlier, like, think of how many times in life you're just fucking wrong. Oh, totally, man. You know? And so, no, like... totally. And I, I like that you, you're never really ready for shit. So, yeah, you just... You just, you just, just gotta do it because you, you don't know what it. the fuck... You don't actually yeah. know what's around the corner. Exactly. It's just do. your fucking mind just going, hey, hey. I knew the crowd didn't like me because at one point this... Uh, and, you, you know, you're, you're up there and it's like there's fucking people eating fish tacos... <sighs> fucking french fries and you're like you know the you're fuck are you i don't yeah. mean there's an idiot with a cowboy hat on with a bachelorette <laughs> party like in the front row Jesus Christ. drinks and shit yeah and it's like yeah. yeah here we go and so at one of the late shows i guess it was one of the late shows it might have been just saturday shows two shows each night somebody yells out this this lady yells out nah, 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 nah. i can't hear anything so i go what she goes, nah, nah, nah. and I go, yeah, nobody cares. <laughs> and instead of like that inciting a laugh, you know, which most people were like, oh, that's funny that yeah. he's addressing this situation. 
they all just kind of like, and I was like, oh yeah, oh yeah, my bad here. I, I'm supposed to, you know. Yeah, dude. There's it's no. Just, I didn't feel like I had, and and when you're working in a club, you don't want to get fired. So it's just like <laughs> I, I can't be myself because be myself. Yeah, but fuck you, you know. Um, I, I've never understood how people think that's like what is going on in your head where you think that's okay to do. I fucking love it, dude. I love I love it when people fucking heckle and yell. Do you really? Yeah, I do. I guess yeah. I guess I could see it, it happens being... all the time. And it's always a moment. You talk about being present. I mean, it's the yeah. perfect opportunity to be present, you know? And every fucking time I have to deal with a heckler, that's the same person outside the club, like, I'm smoking with later. They're going, I'm sorry, man. I was just trying to help. Or, you know, they're always like, they're always cool. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like, wow. even, I, even some weird situations. I've had some weird situations, and it's always been cool. Um, it's a bizarre thing. They're just kind of like broken people. It is a it is a blessing because in a way it's one of it's like an opportunity that the everybody in the crowd am I fucking check, 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 check. All right, cool. It's just my fucking imagination. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody in the crowd is in the same moment. Like so much of what I guess drives a good set or a bad set is being able to bring the audience to see things from your point of view mm. so that you, you can then show them your take on certain things that are happening or whatever in your life or whatever and they get it from your perspective but I guess if people aren't in the mindset to see things from your perspective that's when you or they're not even like even close to seeing things from your perspective then that's when it, it's just kind of yeah, it's just a waste of time, and you can feel that when they don't want to even know your perspective, and you're like, I'm trying to... You're not going to get this story unless you like me. But the crowd thing, the crowd heckling, brings everybody in the same spot. Right. Because yeah. everybody's in this room seeing this thing happen, and it yeah. gives you a chance to actually, like for the first time in your entire set, potentially, have the entire audience and you looking at the same thing yeah. and seeing it the same way, and then you get a chance to either nail a joke... Totally. But it looks like you still fucking blew that joke. No, I didn't blow it. I just said, yeah, nobody cares. And, it, and she stopped. Yeah. But I just thought that that, like, because it was an aggressive thing to say. Yeah. And I just thought that that, like, that would have, like, somebody would have laughed. Yeah, so if they didn't but laugh. But if they didn't laugh, they were like, oh, chance. where is he going with this? And, and that's when I was just like, you know, I had to pull back the reins. Like, oh, okay, I can't, like. Did yeah. you get any laughs? Sure, but it wasn't. Yeah, I mean, it was fucking crickets. Man. Oh, I mean. Dude. Was it like packed? Because she's pretty decently known. Uh, it wasn't packed. No, I mean it was uh, two hundred people, one hundred eighty people each night. Yeah. Wow. Somewhere around there. So. Yeah. When you get like enough to bomb in the, front of, believe me. When you don't get the reaction out of like coming down on a heckler, it's always like fuck. Like. All right, they're not gonna be with me for any of this stuff. Yeah, not with a heckler. Dude? Well, you just said, do I, yeah. did I get any laughs? Like, no, no. I mean, the first, the first one, yeah. But I mean, like, I, it was a, I pulled off the solid bomb. Like, it was like maybe the closer, because my closer is about bombing. <laughs> so I got some chuckles into, all right, Jesus Christ. But That's I knew it was closer, bad because then. I kept bringing people up on stage, and we had we had a guest, uh, Ty Davis, who popped in. So she goes up, and she kills right after my fucking ridiculous set is she like the kind of the same kind of comic oh no oh like gina oh yeah she's a little bit like that yeah okay so she goes up kills and i go on stage i go god damn gina everybody or, or i said uh ty everybody 
Uh, God damn, it's about time somebody was funny in here. Ah, fucking huge fucking loud. I was like, yeah, fuck you guys. <laughs> I didn't say that, but it was more ways than one. I was like, yeah, I know you don't like my, my spirit, and that's fine. I don't like, you know, I'm watching you walk out of the parking lot. I don't like you either. Just so you know that, I don't fuck with you guys either. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, you know, because you got to see the crowd that you just bombed in front of. And when they're walking out, I'm like, they don't seem like people I want to hang out with, so I'll take it. (laughs) You know what I mean? You don't like me? I don't like you. We wasted everybody's time here tonight, but at least you saw Gina. She's on The Daily Show. Yeah, The Daily Show's great, isn't it? You just got to do the James Brown and start saying uh, signs. (laughs) Virgo. Taurus. Scorpio. Pisces. (laughs) Just really, wow, I really connect with this guy. He's on my my side. (laughs) It was bad. It was bad. Dude, I, I I wonder I wonder how big she act because like the Daily Show is just like I'm sorry, man, it's just not rubbish good anymore. It's not good. Yeah, I don't watch any of that shit. But it's not fucking good. It sucks, dude. Because John Stewart was so dope. I thought, did you like John Stewart? Yeah, he was all right. I didn't. I mean, I just didn't really. I'm not really into that stuff, you know. So I don't really. True. I just don't really fuck with that stuff. It's all right, you know. Anytime my mom, like, calls and tells me to watch it, I'm like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> she tells you to watch. Yeah, the Daily she watches show? all that shit. I'm like, I'm not watching. We're not gonna. Watch <laughs> so the that's same thing. that's what she wanted to see. She likes Saturday Night Live and Daily Show, and I'm like, that's just and Modern Family, and that just won't. That's not my thing. I don't watch comedy at all. I just have I have ridiculous friends <laughs> that say insane shit and I got a lot of stories. That's it. I don't I don't like I don't watch comedy movies. <laughs> what I do watch now is like comedian interviews. I'm obsessed with comedian interviews. So I won't watch their stand up. <laughs> but I'll watch their interviews. Okay. Cause then I can learn everything. Yeah. It might not be a bad idea to watch their stand-up. Because I, I go through the same thing. Dude. I'll watch some clips. If there's a three-minute clip, yeah, I'll watch it. I like... But I'm not... I don't really, like, watch specials. I'm not, like, a big... Like, I don't really listen to music as avidly as, like, Eric or... Like, I just... I, like, I'm, I'm not always on the lookout for new artists and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like, I'm not, like, a music junkie at all. Yeah. But, like, that's what I try to do every day. And so I... But I, I have seen how, like, just listening and just learning from what other people are doing... You can learn as much from that as you can from an interview because you can like I I, dude, I watch endless fucking interviews as well, but at at the same time you get to see how they introduce that into their performance. Like True. how do they take that person that they are and make that who they are? True. Yeah, yeah. That's an interesting thing. <coughs> well, I, I'm lying. I, I do watch some people. I watch like the dead ones. I watch George <laughs> Carlin. I watch Patrice O'Neill. I watch a lot of them, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. But I, I I did watch Jim Jeffries. I like him a lot. Yeah, the Australian guy? Um, yeah. You don't I like watch comedy, but did you, did you watch his FX show, Legit? No. It's very good. It's good? It's very, very good. Um, I got to pee like a fucking... Dude, I'll get out, dude. Let's take a little music break yeah. or something. Okay. This song reminds me so much of being on the boat when I was a kid. Definitely a boat scene. Oh, absolutely. Dude, I'm thinking 
you that good a guitar. It's my personal opinion. I'm sorry. I think he had dope songs. He was able to sustain that. <laughs> he could sustain that. I'll give him that. He wasn't a shredder, dude. Like, he just was soulful. Thank you for having me and let me fucking talk to you guys. Yeah, <laughs> Feel guys, better. Uh, check us out on Laughable. Uh, available on the Apple. On Apple right now. It's coming out on Android soon. It's like an index for Canadians. Watch my fucking comedy on YouTube. Archie Jameson, By the Dryer. Joey Molinsky, Eric Glazer, Max Levine. Mike official very, ATB production. Very official. Yeah, I know they made it awesome. Wow. Very official. Check it out. Um, you got any shows coming up? Uh, tomorrow at the Motorhouse. Oh, nice. I'll be there. It's 120 West North Avenue. 9 p.m. And then uh, I'll be at every dirty, disgusting open mic, filthy bar, open mic. Like the first Tuesday, open mic at the lineup space. Oh, yeah, lineup space. It's November 7th. It's our monthly fundraiser for the homeless. You can see some bad comedy there. <laughs> <laughs> but it's got a really nice stage. <laughs> Take some great pics. Dude. I wish I had more shit to plug. I know, yeah. dude. <laughs> uh, like I say, uh, I play guitar on this track. <laughs> he was good until he fucked with what's his name? Rob Thomas, and you gotta go after that. You didn't like smooth? Nope. Like, uh, they always coupled up after that one track, right? It's like Ryan Lewis. I think and Santana Apple joined Matchbox 20. Santana played Woodstock, I believe. Dude, 69. He's been around, dude. When he came out with that song, he was like 50, probably. Yeah, 40 probably. 50. Yeah, he was old. Dude, the guy who sang Macarena. Well, you know what? He plays PRS. Know that the Macarena guy? No, the Santana. Oh, that's it. Doesn't he? Maybe it looks like he does. He plays PRS. I went on a tour of their factory. I like to plug a PRS guitar. Dude, I got a fucking PRS. Not right there. But there's a tag. That's my receipt that I hang up. That's an IOU for one PRS. It's in the mail. It's a Alright, cool. Well, uh, thanks, fellas.